Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Elaine B and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Massachusetts. Today is Friday, November 17th, 2017. Today we're reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous and we are on page XXII, the forward to the third edition, reading the entire page, four paragraphs starting with by March 1976 and ending with sharing experience, strength, and hope. Today's readers are Jody EQ for the 12 Steps, Reggie O for the 12 Traditions, Penny LC, Ashley P, and Sylvia F. The reference number for the 10 a.m. meeting for yesterday Um, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for Thursday, November 16th is 10684. That's 10,684. And the reference for this morning's 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting for November 17, 2017 is 10686. That's 10,686. The OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Jody E.Q. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, everybody. Here Thank I am. you, Jody. This is Jody EQ, gratefully recovered in California. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 
11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for allowing me to be in service. Thank you, Jody E.Q. And I will now ask Reggie O. to read the 12 traditions. Uh, good morning. Uh, thanks for your service, Elaine. This is Reggie O., gratefully recovered in the Los Angeles area. And the 12 traditions are, one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive eater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. And 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And I pass. Thank you, Reggie O. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature and stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book on page XXII, the forward to the third edition. And we're reading all four paragraphs, starting with by March 1976 and ending with sharing with experience, strength, and hope. And I will ask Penny L.C. to begin reading, please. Thank you very much, Elaine. Thanks for your service. 
Good morning to everyone on the line. This is Penny L.C., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater from the state of Washington. Um, forward to the third edition. By March 1976, when this edition went to the printer, the total worldwide membership of Alcoholics Anonymous was conservatively estimated at more than 1 million with almost 28,000 groups meeting in over 90 countries. Surveys of groups in the United States and Canada indicate that AA is reaching out, not only to more and more people, but to a wider and wider range. Women now make up more than one-fourth of the membership. Among newer members, the proportion is nearly one-third. 7% of the AA surveyed are less than 30 years of age, among them many in their teens. The basic principles of the AA program, it appears, hold good for individuals with many different lifestyles, just as the program has brought recovery to those of many different nationalities. The 12 steps that summarize the program may be called, and my, I'm not going to, bear with me on the pronunciations here, Los Doces Pasos in one country, obviously Spanish, or Les Duce Estapas in another country, probably French, but I, I, I'm not familiar. Um, but they trace exactly the same path to recovery that was blazed by the earliest members of Alcoholics Anonymous. In spite of the great increase in size, in the size and the span of the fellowship, at its core it remains simple and personal. Each day, somewhere in the world, recovery begins when one alcoholic talks with another alcoholic, sharing experience, strength, and hope. What I love about that Um, that whole passage is the amazing awareness that our problem is universal, but so is our solution. Worldwide, no matter the language, the culture, the background, the lifestyle, the gender. We all are human beings at our core, all subject to an allergy of the body, an obsession of the mind, and addiction. And yet, the same 12 steps, 12 traditions, and 12 concepts can touch and affect each person in this world and make a difference. And that is just an absolutely amazing um, fact to look at, the scope of that. But when it all comes down to it, what does it mean? It means, just as it says, one recovering addict talking to another, sharing experience, strength, and hope, 
And I know that's what made the difference for me. And I pray that I'm able to make that difference for others as I pass on what's been shared with me. The beautiful part about that is there's a promise. You know, this book is filled with promises. And there's one. Before the pages have even begun, when we're still in a forward, there's a promise. Recovery begins when one alcoholic talks with another, sharing experience, strength, and hope. And I hope that um, those of you that are on the line today that are new and uh, just trying to sort this all out for yourselves, trying to find a solution, will give uh, the 12 steps and this program a, a, you know, a really good look because it just shows how well it's worked over the years, over the decades. And um, our disease basically is the same and so is the solution. And I'm so grateful to be a part of it. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you very much, Penny LC. Who would like to read on the forward to the third edition today? I mean, who would like to comment on it? <laughs> Chrissy G. Michael L. Chrissy G. I heard a gentleman last initial L. Michael. Marco L. Thank you, Michael. Anybody else? Kathleen O. Kathleen O. Anyone else? Sherry KB. Sherry KB. All righty. Okay, let's go with Chrissy G, Marco L, Kathleen O, and Sherry KB. And please go ahead, Chrissy G. It's actually Chrissy G um, in yes. Southern California, recovered compulsive overeater. And I'm so thankful to be on the line this morning. I usually just get to listen to the recordings, um, but I am driving into a photo session. And I listened earlier as well, and it just spoke to me when they talked about all the differences of the people in our program. And so with OA and now trickling into um, all the other programs as well as, um, sorry, with AA and now into OA. And when I first found OA earlier this year, I found it and I went into um, online meetings. And they weren't as helpful, but the one thing that was amazing to me is it didn't matter where any of us came from, we all had this one thing in common. And that made me feel amazing because I was welcome. And it, for the first time in my life, I didn't have any other compulsive eater friends. And so I didn't have anyone to relate to. So in this, I had people to relate to. The thing that was unfortunate is that um, because I was a little bit different than a lot of people that come in, um, I had bariatric surgery in 2016 and lost most of my weight. And I even got a comment of, well, why are you here if you don't have much weight to lose? The thing is, I had the obsession of the mind still and the allergy of the body, and I didn't know about that. And thank God for OA and for this big book, because when I found it, I was able to find hope and peace. And so just a, just a reminder that, and I've, I've seen a lot more as I open up and others open up on the lines about having surgery, I see a lot more acceptance in there. But it was even hard for me to find a sponsor who would sponsor me, and, and my sponsor said, you know, that might be because of surgery. So... It's just wonderful when there are people who are accepting of us, no matter what our circumstances, no matter where we've come from, no matter what diet, no matter what methods we took. 
that I pass. Thank you very much, Christy. Marco L., you're up next, followed by Kathleen O. Star one to unmute, Marco. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, thank you. Hi, thank you so much. My name is Marco L. I am in Honduras, Central America. Um, I, I've been listening to the meetings for quite a while now, and uh, the reading, when when you talked about Los Doce Pasos, I was like, oh, <laughs> um, I'm in Latin America, so I can share. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I definitely um, love listening to these meetings, although I don't get to share much. Um, I don't share much because um, because of my my defect of character. I'm working on that. Um, but uh, definitely the, the the one alcoholic working with another is um, is definitely the key for me. I am currently in relapse, um, but just knowing that I that I have somewhere to go to where I am understood, where people know what I struggle with, um, is is such a blessing. Uh, I've been uh, uh, you know, my my I've shared my problem, my eating my eating um, addiction with with friends and family. Um, and they they don't get it. You know, I I was um, a couple of nights ago. I was I was talking with my with my partner, with my boyfriend. I was telling him, you know, it, it's it's so hard, you know, to 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 be dealing with this. Um, and even he doesn't get it. Even so, you know, we're, he knows me very well, and he and he doesn't get it because he doesn't have this disease. Um, um, so, so just being able to talk to somebody who knows the struggle, who, who feels, um, the pull of the food, like, like I do. And, and, uh, and to know that I'm talking, that somebody's listening to me and knowing exactly what I'm saying is such a blessing. Um, you know, so, so thank you for letting me share. And, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you very much, Marco L. from Honduras. Wonderful. Kathleen O., please go ahead and you'll be followed by Sherry K.B. Thank you, Elaine. Good morning. Um, It's nice to be on the line with everyone this morning. This is Kathleen O., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Northern California. And, oh my gosh, talk about hope. This started with 100 people and um, now they're talking about a million people. Um, You know, these, these... these people that they're talking about, they're all carrying a specific message. Um, you know, they're bringing recovery. There's a goal and objective to be recovered. And I love the, the sentence, but they trace exactly the same path to recovery that was blazed by the earliest members of Alcoholics Anonymous. And I always think of, you know, I, I love um, hiking and we were in Glacier National Park earlier this year and um, we hiked up to this glacier, and I and it did the most spectacular views. And I thought, you know, I wonder. And I always think of that someone blazed this trail at one point, you know, made it so that other people could follow and see this beauty. And and it's the same thing in in AA, you know, in, in the Big Book. It's like someone blazed this trail for us so that we can get recovered, so that we can, you know, the obsession um, of the mind can can be be removed a day at a time as long as we're in spit. Fit, sorry, fit spiritual condition, and and that is a miracle. And there is so much hope, and it's all about you know one person person um, passing it on to another person. And it's amazing how the numbers grow when something works. And this really does work. You know, all we have to do is work it. Thank you. I pass. Thank you very much, Kathleen. Oh, Sherry K B. 
You're up next. Good morning, Elaine. Good morning, everybody. This is Sherry KB in Northern California, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Thank you so much for your service, Elaine, and everyone on the line, and welcome to Friday. Welcome, all newcomers. Um, the forward to the third edition, uh, 39 years later um, from when this book was published, you know, one million. That's amazing, 28,000 groups um, all over the world. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, it's now in 160 countries rather than 60 um, that's amazing to me. And, you know, um, I, I also listened to the other meeting this morning. Uh, I listened to the recording. And um, I just appreciate the fact of being reminded that history repeats itself. Um, it can be, and history teaches us things. And it's reminding us to what we need to do and not do. And I, I think about, you know, I have this picture in my mind of Bill sitting in his, his kitchen. And Abby comes in. You know, and Bill tries to get Abby to drink, and Bill, Abby says no, and that's when this all started. Um, I mean, Abby says no. Yeah, Abby says no. And, you know, that's amazing that that two people who started out has has mushroomed into what we are today. Um, that's amazing to me. And, and it's the beauty of two people sharing honest and hope and willingness and experience. And... Um, what a beautiful thing and how to carry this message, how important it is to carry this message. And just like how someone else also mentioned how this, this group on the phone is mushroomed. Um, and, you know, starting in 2012, I believe, is when uh, Vision for You started the phone meeting and um, how that's mushroomed and grown. And, you know, I just know that I love being a part of this, this community of recovered people and how different my life is due to working these steps and how, you know, I can be of service to somebody, just one, one compulsive, recovered compulsive overeater talking to another compulsive overeater who I can show her or him a way out. <clears throat> That's amazing to me, and it's all due to my higher power and divine grace. And just, I wish I'd known back then what I know now, but, you know, I I learn when I need to learn. And um, I didn't know that I had a twofold illness. I didn't know that there was so much more between going on between my ears than there was in my entire body. But, you know, many years ago somebody said to me, you know, Sherry, if you deal with the weight in your head, um, your body will catch up. And you know what? It was the opposite for me. I had to put the food down first and get in these steps. And then the the weight between my ears started changing and growing. And I keep doing this one day at a time. Um, and I'm just so blessed. And thank you for all of you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sherry KB. So we are reading and commenting on page XXII. It's the forward to the third edition, and we're commenting on the entire page. Who would like to share on that passage today? Michelle M. Michelle. Barbara E. Sylvia F. Sylvia F. and Wendy F. Anybody else? Reggio. Suji. Reggio, Suji, and was there a Debbie also? Uh, Betty. Betty. Okay, just barely hear you, Betty. Okay, so we've got uh, Michelle M.C., Barbara E., Sylvia F., Wendy F., I believe, maybe S., 
Reggie O, Suji, and Betty. And I'll need your, the initial of your last name, Betty C. Okay, great. And so, um, so Michelle MC, you're up first, please. Thank you. Can I be heard? Yes, and you'll be followed by Barbara E. Sorry to interrupt you. Please go ahead. Thank you. Um, I'm just so grateful to A Vision for You because I feel it's a renaissance happening in Overeaters Anonymous. Um, I came in years ago with Gray Sheet, and it was a diet with support. I lost weight and left. And then I went through controlled and uncontrolled eating. I was also very grateful to hear this morning the woman who shared about having surgery, which I had, which didn't fix my broken brain, but I've always felt a little... <clears throat> like I'm not worthy enough to be a member because I had a surgical solution, but the surgical solution made me crazier than anything I've ever done um, because I kept using the sugar. Um, and so I'm so very grateful that people are willing to share their experience, strength, and hope with me. And this has turned my entire life around. I didn't understand the principles until it was explained to me in this way. And I'm now living in a state that's recovered and I do not live in fear, which has dominated my life my entire life. So this works, people, and I'm so ever grateful for those who gave me a hand up. And with that, I pass. Thank you very much, Michelle MC. Barbara E., you're up next, followed by Sylvia S. Thank you so much. I think you said it was Elaine. I don't yes. often get to share on the 10 o'clock meeting and I try to restrict my sharing, a little bit of ego reduction there on the 7 a.m. meeting, but it was such a good meeting today, and this one is too. I had to come in to OA desperate, on my knees, metaphorically speaking. It was the last house on the block. I tried everything and lost the weight and gained the weight again, but here, in the rooms of OA were all people who were struggling with the same disease I had, the disease of more, eating food off the floor, eating chewable medicine, uh, wrapping, wrapping leftovers in tinfoil and Ziploc bags and throwing them in the garbage. Why do you think I took such care? Because I didn't trust myself not to go back into the garbage and it would be hygienic. I lost over 100 pounds nine times before. I came in here and I was willing, I was patient, and I knew I had to take action. I got abstinent. I had to do that first. That was first and foremost. Then I started to embrace the steps, and I did them imperfectly way back 20 years ago. When my sponsor said, do you have any resentment? I said, no, I have no resentment in just that tone. Of course I had resentment. I resented her. I resented everyone in the world. When I did it the second time, I opted out at step nine. I didn't want to make amends. But the third time, which was just this past April, my step sponsor lovingly and patiently She's a no-bullshitter uh, sponsor, took me through all 12, and now I get to do it with others, and that's so beautiful. So thank you so much for allowing me to share today with you. Have a wonderful weekend. I pass. Thank you so much, Barbara E. Sylvia F. 
you're up next, followed by Wendy. Thank you, Elaine. Thank you for your service. This is Sylvia S. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Northern California and so happy to be on the line with all of you again this morning. The basic principle of the AEA program, it appears, hold good for individuals with many different lifestyles. And, you know, what my experience has been is for any lifestyle, um, we're coming in with a common problem and we're looking for a common solution. And, um, and, and that is what works. And we talked about the traditions yesterday and the traditions is what unifies us in once we get to each meeting that when I come into a meeting, I know that the person who's sitting at the end of the table chairing the meeting is doing this as a trusted servant and is not my guru or leader. And that position is going to change and that um, there's no one who comes in with a greater recovery than me because we all woke up this morning and um, have to work on a recovery in the same way. And the, the, uh, the growth of this is something that I'm, I've been able to witness over the past five years. I, I, I am now uh, involved in as an intergroup rep on, on the regional level. And when I was at the regional meeting, I heard so many people talk about how um, the numbers of OA is going down. And it was so amazing for me that that is not my, my experience that I witnessed. Because I'm involved in Vision for You, and because so many of us, me included, go back and carry that message into the meetings in our own communities, and then people, I sponsor someone, and then those people sponsor someone, and we start a big book meeting, and uh, we started a big book meeting uh, last uh, last year, and that meeting went from not many people in it to pretty much all seats taken. And um, I heard of the same thing happening just in the same time period in Walnut Creek. And so people want the recovery and they want what this big book offers. And so how does this happen? I, I feel like I'm like the good virus that goes out, you know, and get to carry this message so that people can find this message of the big book. And the success of vision for you is not because we do that we're different. It's because for me, we got back to the exact, following the exact instructions of this textbook, which has worked for so many people and can work for me personally and can work for those in our group. And, um, and it's a great unifier. I find it's a very exciting time to be in OA and it's a very exciting time to carry the message. And with that, I pass. Thank you very much, Sylvia F. Wendy F., you're up next, followed by Reggie O. Hello, everyone. This is Wendy F. from South Hadley, Massachusetts. It's great to be sharing on here because the last time I said a word on this line was um, probably three months ago, and I was saying I was new. So this is my first time sharing after reco- being recovered. And... Um, I, we're, we're talking again about the forward to the third edition on XXII. What struck me was at its core, it remains simple and personal. Each day, somewhere in the world, recovery begins when one alcoholic talks to with another alcoholic, sharing experience, strength, and hope. 
And I think one of the things this program has done for me, the spiritual path, has been to reach into my isolation. And that came, and it's very personal, and it was very simple, but just when people called me and when my sponsor, my now sponsor had said yes when I asked if they would sponsor me. And they did share with me experience, strength, and hope. And I realize as I read this, I'm reminded of only an, al- an alcoholic can help another alcoholic. Only a compulsive overeater can help another compulsive overeater. So it's just a blessing, and I thank you. Pass. Thank you very much, Wendy S. Reggio, you're up next, followed by Sue G. Thanks again, and good morning again, everybody. This is Reggio, gratefully recovered in the Los Angeles area. And, uh, yeah, really powerful uh, third edition forward. Um, and I, too, got that. You know, it's simple. At the core, it's simple. And at the core, it's personal. It's when one person or one group uh, uh, recovery, uh, when the recovery begins, is when one alcoholic talks with another alcoholic sharing experience, strength, and hope. And uh, I've, you know, I've shared in here, you know, the day that I woke up not knowing there was such a thing of, as Overeaters Anonymous and <clears throat> just said to myself, God, I'm an alcoholic with food, but that's all I knew. That was, that was it, you know, and then I went on about my life because I knew nothing else. And within two weeks, a friend that I hadn't seen in a while uh, called me and uh, we were in conversation what's been going on. And she told me about having joined Overeaters Anonymous and et cetera. And I remember telling her I was an alcoholic with food, but Again, I didn't think about, you know, okay, well, let me see if I can do what she does. And then in less than a week, I ran into someone else in a supermarket line who had a friend, same story, and uh, same story. You know, she hadn't seen her in a while, and in the meantime, she had uh, started OA. And uh, so I knew that was a, I knew that was a message. I'm deeply, deeply grateful for each of those two people who shared and listening to the first person that I heard qualify at my first meeting. And, you know, I, my, I grew up in, in OA in, in, uh, in Boston, and I, I was going to meetings. There was, I remember a Saturday morning meeting. There was over 100 people in it every Saturday morning. Sunday, you know, Sunday at a, in a university auditorium, well over 100 people in the meetings. It was, the, the fellowship was phenomenal. But the, I, the steps were a periphery. And over over the years, I remember going back uh, to the, the the Saturday morning meeting, which was over 100 people, and it was like you know, 15 or 20. And I don't know what happened to the big you know auditorium group, but I think you know it's it says you know they trace exactly the same path to recovery that was blazed by the earliest members. Uh, and yeah, it it does begin with a fellowship, whether it's one on one or whether it's a meeting, but the 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 path you know that simple personal even though universal path is the 12 steps and studying that uh, is that's 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 where the mushrooming comes from you know i think is when that message is followed and we follow the message because that is where this experience strength and hope is and that is the path you know that those are the simple instructions and we can know there's a path but if we don't have the these simple instructions to follow uh then where does the path lead, you know? So I'm just so grateful for this and that it does, you know, works for everyone, you know, every individual, every nationality, every race, creed, you know, it's like their alcohol, compulsive eating is no respecter of persons, as it said yesterday. So just 
uh, really grateful for what we do here in uh, A Vision for You and so glad I found this just over uh, about a year and four months ago. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Reggio. Suji, you're up next, followed by Betty C., I believe. Star one to unmute, Sue, please. Oh, I'm sorry. I am unmuted, but I was I did it while you were actually saying it, so I wanted to make sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, thank this you, Sue. Sue. We're Michigan. all ready to hear from you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sue G. from Michigan, Recovered by the Grace of God. You know, it's no matter how big um, the program gets, nothing changes at its core. <clears throat> and that I found that, you know, I, I find that interesting because, Sometimes when things grow, um, little things get changed. They say, well, you know, life has changed, the world has changed, and, you know, we're going to make some changes too. And I know OA at one point at the at the, um, the big meeting they have wanted to change um, how the wording of the steps was, was uh, read. And uh, it, it, it didn't change. They kept it the way it was. Um, but when I came in, we didn't use the big book. We used the 12. In fact, in the beginning, we only used the 12 steps, and then we came went to the 12 and 12 of OA. And my sponsors weren't recovered, but they were sponsoring. Now that I know what recovery is about, you know, I can see where, you know, they really weren't sharing their experience, strength, and hope. And then they had me sponsoring, and of course, I wasn't really recovered. I was abstinent, but I had little slips here and there. But um, but the other part of my absence wasn't there. I was still having a lot of problems with life, and and my attitude toward things, toward life, wasn't changing. And now that I had a sponsor that had recovery and got me into the big book and had recovery to share her experience, strength, and hope, um, it helped me to learn um, how to become recovered and what I needed to do and was totally different than um, what I had been taught and what I'd been shared. I just had, we read and read and that's it. Go on to the next. Tomorrow we'll read three more paragraphs and we didn't really talk about it much and I was never given any spiritual homework to do or anything. So I'm really grateful for Vision for You for the the gift that it offers, um, the kind of a meeting it is. And with that, I pass. Thank you very much, Suji. Betty C., you are up next. Star one to unmute, please, Betty. Betty C.? Okay. Well, we have time for about three more shares uh, or maybe two more shares and then we'll come back and see if Betty can join us. Who'd like to comment on what we read? OAB Los Angeles. Uh, is it, I'm sorry, OAB? O-Ray. O-Ray B. Okay. Yeah. In Los Angeles. And one more? Why don't you go ahead, O'Ray, and then we'll see if Betty C. is with us. Okay? I am back. I couldn't figure oh, out how to unmute. <laughs> oh, you're awesome. We found you. Okay. 
Okay, Betty, and then we'll have O'Ray, and then I think we have time for one more if somebody would like to okay. share. Um, Hi. But let's go ahead with Betty and O'Ray. Please go ahead, Betty. Okay, thank you. I'm Betty C. I normally, I apologize, I normally listen to this on the recording because I'm, you know, usually on my way to work, and, and so I'm tr- <laughs> I could not unmute. <laughs> anyway, I am so grateful to be here this morning. I've been uh, attending these meetings for about five months now and working the steps, and um, I have a, you know, I've been out of OA for about five years, and I have a whole different feel about it this time, and I can see that following the big book has really um, given me that stability and um, and strength that I needed um, in my program. And um, I can, we have a, a face-to-face here locally. It's not um, very well attended, and my feeling about it has always been, well, I'm not, I really don't want to go to that meeting because there isn't much recovery there. And I have to say that my being here, my attitude about that has changed a lot. It's, um, I want to go to that meeting now and I want to bring my experience, strength and hope and help it grow if possible and uh, give back what you have so freely given to me. And um, you've changed me. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you for letting me share. Ditto to all that. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Oray B, please go ahead. Can I be hurt? Yes, you can. That's terrific. Um, uh, so, at its core, it remains simple and personal. And then it goes on to say, um, when when one alcoholic talks with another alcoholic, sharing experience, strength, and hope, um, I have uh, just over 16 months of recovery um, out of a pretty dark relapse. And lately, um, I've been having more experiences where uh, people have been uh, reaching out to me and just wanting to talk program. And I don't, like, I don't, I really don't think there's anything else that provides the same feeling uh, that just talking program with another person does in my life right now. Like, it really is an amazing feeling being able to talk to someone struggling and to be able to offer my experience, strength, and hope. And to see other people take that and get back on the path has been a gift. And I'm so appreciative of being in a position to where now I'm being able to give back what was so freely given to me again. And, you know, I'm really in the, you know, the club that believes that this is a gift Um, because, you know, just over uh, 16 months ago, I didn't believe that I could ever make it back. And I was in a desperate um, in a desperate situation and like I truly had no hope and I didn't believe that I could make it back and somehow I got back and that somehow is God for me. Um, that's how I know that there is a power that's working in me and through me and around me. 
um, because it brought me back. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity um, to now be able to give back and experience others' recovery. And and that's the reason why I listen to Vision because it's for me. I I just need to hear that hope. You know, I, I'm a hope machine. It's my fuel. And um, I hear a lot of hope on these lines. And I and I hear people that have gotten back on track and and experiencing recovery at a different level. And I'm experiencing that same brand of recovery right now. And honestly, like, I just have a genuine desire to, you know, I just want other people to feel that, like, uh, you know, because I know what it feels like to be trapped. I know what it feels like to be hopeless. And I just, you know, I just have a genuine desire to give back. So thank you for allowing me to share and uh, have a great day, everyone. And I'll pass. Thank you very much, O'Ray. We have time for two more shares. Who'd like to comment on what we read today? Jennifer from New Jersey. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I didn't get any of that. Could you please repeat? Jennifer from New Jersey. Jennifer. And there was one other person. Jody what's EQ. Jody EQ. And what's the first initial of your last name, please, Jennifer? S. Please go ahead. Oh, great. Thanks. Uh, I'm Jennifer S. from New Jersey, and um, I'm not usually able to um, listen live to Vision for You, but you guys have um, really been an incredible fellowship. My dietician at the time, uh, when you guys started, uh, told me that um, there was this phone meeting starting, and I was just dipping my toes back into OA, and, um, and I'm just extremely grateful for um, the diversity and unity of this fellowship. Um, you know, everyone does different food plans and everyone's from, you know, different areas of the country and different religions, but we're all unified in a spiritual solution. And, um, and what I like about um, reading all the forewords is just seeing how AA grew and how we can learn from that. And um, the thing that speaks to me today is the idea of simplicity, because uh, I will overcomplicate so much left to my own devices. Um, but just that simplicity of the steps and, and that's what I always have to get back to. Um, and then just, um, you know, uh, people talked about surgery and stuff before and that it doesn't matter what we look like on the outside. What matters is what our brains are up to. And, uh, you know, if I have an alcoholic mind when it comes to food, this program can help me and I belong here no matter how that manifests physically. And I've learned that from um, my home meetings and from this meeting. So I just wanna say I'm very grateful and I'm, and I'm very happy I could share today. Thank you very much. We're happy you did too, Jennifer S. Thank you very much. Jody EQ, please go Thank ahead. you, Elaine. Thank you. This is Jody EQ, gratefully recovered here in California. So this third edition forward was written in 1976. Uh, which is the year that I started dieting for the first time. I was 17. I had been baking on a pretty much daily basis since I was eight years old. <laughs> that was my favorite hobby, baking. And uh, by this time, I had gained some weight, not a whole lot, but some. And I, I can remember my father commenting, 
on the size of my rear end. And that was mortifying to me. And though I was not very much overweight, I started to diet at the age of 17 in 1976. <laughs> and uh, the, the dieting actually was quote unquote successful in that I lost weight. But then eventually the binging started because I was starving myself. Meanwhile, my brother is an alcoholic and he is going down and down and down and down. And by about 1986 or so, he had gotten sober. So AA had reached him. And after about a year of sobriety, and I watched my brother transform, and it was very significant for me to watch that process. I saw the light in his eyes. I was going down and down and down. One day he gives me a big book in about 1988. And I read this book, and though I'm not an alcoholic, I completely relate. So what I'm... And I find OA, just like Reggie was saying, you know, one thing happens and then another. He gives me the book. I see an ad for OA in my local paper. It's within walking distance of my house. It's free, which was necessary at the time. And I find OA and I know that I have to come home. So I'm just seeing how this mushrooming of AA reached my brother. It reached me. And now we're reaching so many more people all the time through a vision for you. I'm so excited about it. I do also agree it's a renaissance of OA. And hopefully one day OA will be in 150 countries around the world if it's not already. So just really grateful that I too can carry this message by sharing my experience, strength, and hope as a compulsive overeater, recovered bulimic, and anorexic with another compulsive overeater. For that, I am truly grateful. Pass. Well, thank you very much, Jody EQ. And thank you for everybody who has shared. We'll now transition the meeting um, by reading the big book, on page 164. Will Ashley P. please read a vision for you? Hello. Hi. Uh, hi, this is, this is Ashley P. Recovered in Northern California. Can I be heard? Yes, you can, Ashley. Thank you. Okay. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize you know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. Thank you. 